now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Top of the hour, the boys are back. Friends of the show, sorry, had a little bit of technical difficulties, but when we need help, we got the best in the biz right here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, <laughs> a.k.a. the lab, stepping up their game. Uh, we had a little problem, a little <laughs> malfunction with our equipment. Uh, Who I, swoops in I was worried. immediately? Josh Sushan. Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, our savior, literally and metaphorically. We're doing the program from Josh's booth. Now I know how the 1% lives. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I see what we were actually doing here. I see what you were doing, Van. I see the move here. You just yeah, wanted to sit up there with Joshy. I, I, I also fake injuries, too. <laughs> Is I this really flopping? Really we talked about flopping music. yesterday. This is the <laughs> ultimate flop move. Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. I mean, that's the magic of live radio, right? You never know what's going on. We just we keep, we take our licks. We keep rolling. I was so worried. It sounded like an explosion. <laughs> it, it literally was an explosion. But, it hey, ex we're back. We had a little CBS Sports update. Now we're back. Yeah, thank you, CBS Sports, by the way, for being there. Just one button away for us when we need you. Yeah, beautiful timing, too. And Josh knew exactly what to do. And, wow, I mean, this is probably the best view in the park. I mean, it is the best view in the park. That's why Josh keeps showing up to work every day, because <laughs> he gets to have this bird's eye view of this beautiful ballpark. We are up on the fourth floor in Josh Sushan's booth right now, <laughs> overlooking these losers from Round Rock hitting batting practice. I mean, they haven't even hit one out of the infield yet. It's very embarrassing. And their outfielders out there are just looking bored and tired. Their mothers should be ashamed. <laughs> Van, the CBS Sports update, uh, when I we had to play CBS Sports for a second, the best part is, like, I got on, I teased everybody, I calmed everyone down because I know everybody was worried because you're, you know, friends of the show. But they were just, you turn on CBS Sports and it's just this guy just ranting about DeAndre Hopkins and how he will not go to the Buffalo Bills. Like, I was like, oh, what timing? What timing? What timing this CBS Sports had with two men on? What a tease by A. Marie, because that is going to be the next topic we hit on right here on Two Men On, the best sports and sports-adjacent content in I'm, I'm going to say Albuquerque, but we all know it's the universe. Yeah. Anywhere with radio or internet access, we're your dudes. Aliens listen to this show. Speaking of dudes, Jakey boy, yes, we got sir. a dude with us right now. Jonathan Andrews uh, from the Prater-Willie Syndrome Association got a big event tomorrow that we're really proud to be part of. Welcome back to the program, my friend. Thanks for having me on. It's great to see you all. Yeah. I, I'm sorry you had to watch us go through that hectic 10 minutes of scrambling and getting it together, but lucky you, you get to do the radio show from Josh Sushan's Bird's Eye View here. It is amazing up here. And I have to say, you guys are consummate professionals. Boom, we're on it. Back up. 15 minutes. It was great. It was like nothing happened. Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to start doing the program from here all the time now. Perfect. Because we have issues down there. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, it's a bad breaker or something, yeah. something, something. Every single week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm happy to be on here and talk about Axes for Hope, our fundraiser that we're having this weekend for the Prader-Willie Syndrome Association of the United States. It's going to be at ABQ Axe on Sunday, starting at noon. We're going to have people throwing axes, drinking beer, eating some good food, and just in general having a great time, raising some money. And again, I sing ABQ Axe's praises all the time. It's like the funnest thing to do in Albuquerque. Like. I'm not joking, friends of the show. You get to throw axes and ninja stars legally. Yeah, what more could you ask for? You're not going to be on some weird list. You're not going to be tracked down by the NSA or the FBI. This is all legal and sanctioned. You get to throw axes and drink beer and eat chicken wings. I swear to God. Well, on, the, uh, with all t- on top of all of that, this Sunday, though, it's going to be for a good cause. Yeah, it absolutely, is. Absolutely. Yeah, I started throwing axes about three years ago uh, in the leagues at ABQ Axe. Uh, been doing it ever since then. It's such a good time. Great people. Lots of fun. It's safe. It's a good, uh, good experience. And, yeah, how, where else are you going to throw axes? So let, let's uh, talk a little bit about your, your journey, your experience with Prater Willie. Absolutely, yeah. So my son, Christopher, was born six years ago. Who we just met. Yeah, who's just awesome. Met. Super cool kiddo. He's got a great attitude. It's going to take him a long way in life. He was born here at UNM. Uh, they diagnosed him with Prader-Willi syndrome about two days into his life. He was in the NICU for about 37 days. And uh, he's just thriving now. You all met him. He's walking around, talking, having a great time. And it's all due to the people at UNM, all the people at PWSA who are helping us get through this journey and making sure he can thrive in his life, you know, even though he's trouble with PWS. So, yeah. what, uh, what exactly is a Prader Willie? Like, for the friends of the show who don't know what it is, I mean, it's, it's very rare, but it's also very prevalent. It is. It is. It, ha- it occurs in about one in every 15,000 people who are born. It's a genetic change on the 15th chromosome, if you want me to get technical with it. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Absolutely, right? It's <laughs> usually learning. a deletion on the father's side. Uh, it can also be a duplication of the mother's chromosome twice in, on the 15th chromosome. And it, it manifests itself as a low muscle tone. So Christopher couldn't he had to use oxygen. He couldn't breathe on his own. He couldn't eat, so he had to use a food pump when he was born to get his nourishment. And so the first five, six years, he's very low muscle tone. After that, it turns into what they call the food syndrome. He'll get hungry, and he'll never again feel satiated. He'll never not be hungry anymore. And there is treatment. They're, they're working on drugs for it. Yes, absolutely. That's so, amazing. Yeah, right now, Christopher, we give Christopher a shot of growth hormone every single day. It ups his lean body mass. It does all these things that allow him to, uh, to thrive. And they're working on some drugs to help with the hunger issue, right? Because there's a lot of food seeking. There's a lot of eating until you're sick or even beyond that. And, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, what all does the Prader-Willi Syndrome Association do for those, not only the individuals, but the families affected by this? Yeah, first and foremost, they're there there for uh, family advocacy. They're there to help us with whatever we're doing, finding the right doctors that we need to deal with. They've been to our uh, IEPs for school to make sure we can set up the program correctly so that Christopher can get taught correctly in the schools. They do everything all the way through uh, these people's lives and help them live their best life. 
They also are involved in research. They donate a lot of money to research foundations and make sure that we can provide those drugs that these people need. They also work with advocacy. So they talk, talk to the government, local, state, and uh, federal government to try and get some changes to the laws to help these people. Well, if uh, any of the friends of the show uh, that are listening or anyone else wants to help donate or get involved, what's the best way for people to do that? Absolutely. So this weekend, accessforhope.org is our website. You can go there. You can donate. You can join us on Sunday and, and throw some axes. Uh, you can also go to pwsanm.org, which is our local PWSA chapter. My wife is the president of it. Maggie is the president of the local chapter. And you can donate right on there if you want to do a cash donation to the, uh, to the foundation. It would be great. Love that so much. I'll be there. Excellent. I'm going to try to get Jakey Boy there as well. We have a lot of friends of the show there already, and I mean, we're expecting a sellout, right? We are. We are. We still have some spaces left. We're welcome to walk-ins. If people just want to show up anytime after noon on Sunday, uh, it's going to be a great time. We're going to have a lot of fun. And again, you don't have to sit through some boring documentary. You don't have to <laughs> dig a ditch. We're throwing axes and yes. drinking beer for a good cause. Absolutely. <laughs> My three favorite things. <laughs> Sweet. Good causes. Good causes. Drinking beer, throwing axes. Also, by the way, again, I'll reiterate, ninja stars if you want. Ninja stars. There's ninja stars. Chicken wings and ninja stars. I get to say those two things in the same sentence. That's awesome. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that? <laughs> if, so if the friends of the show aren't able to make it on Sunday, which they better, how else can they help? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to pwsanm.org, which is our website, and there's a donate button right at the very top. You can donate money if you'd like to. We'll earmark it all for the national organization this weekend. Um, You'll see some great pictures of some of the kids on there, a lot of information, and, uh, yeah, we appreciate anything anybody can do. Even the smallest donation really helps these kids. I mean, if, friends of the show, if you need any more motivation to get out there, I already told you about the axes. I told you about the Ninja Stars. I told you about the beers. I told you about the chicken wings. I told you about for a great cause. You can also meet Jonathan and his family in person and agree with him that the Lakers are garbage. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a great Monday, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're not even like pro-Denver Nuggets. You're anti-Lakers. Anti-Lakers. I yes. love that Take so much. the establishment. Let's go. And, and you're doing a thing that is, is we don't talk about in this program, is you're actually watching hockey. Absolutely. Hockey talk. Yes, <laughs> finally. Someone else in the uh, state of New Mexico. All right. Jonathan and Jake, I'll take the rest of this program off. You guys can just talk hockey for a few minutes. Go, yeah, I mean, uh, who, are you, who are you going for? I like the Golden Knights. Okay. I think they're great. My friend PJ got me onto the Golden Knights, and uh, I've been watching them. Uh, for the past couple of years, they're, they're a great team. I mean, they've, they've had a historic run since they've been an expansion team. Amazing. Yeah, and, I mean, it's hard to not want to root for them. Yeah, it was. It was, it was heartbreaking last night, three and a half minutes into overtime, and uh, Dallas took the, their first game of the series. But, you know. All, the, all Vegas needs is one more. One more. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, I got a personal future bet down on the Florida Panthers because uh -huh. I'm rooting for the underdog. There you go. You know, it's, uh, since 1993, I believe, was the last time the – Panthers were in the finals. Wow, wow. I can't I can't believe there's hockey in Florida. Places that can't house ice. We have, have hockey, hockey here. teams. Yeah. We know? have a mountain. There's a mountain here. We're a desert. It, there's still snow on the mountain. I Just kidding. There's what, no there's not snow. You're looking at man, it might be a different kind of snow. Hey. -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Andrews, uh Prater Willie Syndrome Association hit us 
one more time with the event and how the Friends of the Show can help. Yeah, definitely. So it, it's Axes for Hope. It's going to be at ABQ Axe. Our good friend Dodo is is putting it on with us. Uh, the best. Yeah, she's the best. Absolutely great. It's going to be Sunday starting at noon, noon to 5. We're going to have throwing for uh, social throwing. Come out, have a beer, have some food. Hang out with us, learn a little bit about PWS, and uh, yeah, it's a $50 donation, get you an hour of throwing, a drink ticket, you know, we're just going to have a great time. For a great cause. Yeah, absolutely. Three things I love. You know, uh, you'll try to see me there. Absolutely. Thank you for everything you do for the community, Jonathan, and it's a uh, uh, pleasure having you on. Well, thank you all for having me on. It's great. It's great of you up here. Oh, it's amazing goodness. to be up here. So How spoiled so are we right now? Right now absolutely. Right? That's pretty sweet. When we get back, DeAndre Hopkins talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. New, New Mexico, Mexico Sports, Sports Authority, Authority. 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports, Sports Animal. Welcome back, Duke City. The boys are live at the ballpark, Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. I was just about to crack a teller Watermelon walk off. Oh, and then now we're in tragedy. the press box. Yes. So now the, no, no, no booze allowed in the press yeah. box. I, for, I forgot my uh, suit and tie. No pepper in the dugout. No booze in the press box. Mm. Yep. You know, I mean, you gotta <laughs> well, do what you got to do. <laughs> countdown in an hour. You can have one. Thank you very much, okay. and I am very excited. Joining us on the program, coming in hot, new addition to your Albuquerque Isotopes. Ben Bramer. What's happening, my dude? Hey, not too much. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me up. Oh, okay. Well, not only is it good to be here, not only in the booth, Josh Sushan's booth, the, the best view in the history of baseball, but you're brand new to Albuquerque, my man. Welcome. Yeah. it's. Uh, I've been here before as a part of a visiting team, but this is my obviously first time being here as part of the Isotope, so pretty fired up to be here. All right. I got to get it off immediately. Any any pranks any jokes any heckling how were you received in the locker room so far so good uh no pranks no uh no rookie isotope duty yet so <laughs> no it's, it's a good group and uh, they've been very welcoming to me and uh it's been great so not even a starbucks run no not yet None of, no, buy okay. them dinner like nothing Nothing. Like just a bunch of nice guys down there? Just a quality group. Hey, that's a good locker room to have, though, you know? Absolutely. No, it's a bunch of, bunch of really good dudes down there, a lot of feel, um, a lot of experience, too, and at the same time, a lot of youth, and I feel like that's a breath of fresh air at this level especially. Sure. What are your uh, thoughts on Albuquerque so far? It's been great. I mean, look at this view. It's, it's awesome. Um, I don't have my vehicle here, so I haven't really been able to, like, explore that much, which I would like to do, but... Um, I'm sure as time goes on and as hopefully I'm fortunate to be here for a while, uh, I'll be able to explore and check out stuff. Okay, what what was the first suggestion in the locker room? You have to do this. You have to eat this. You have to drink this. What have been people been banging in your head so far? Um, well, the taco truck was very good today. Nice. Okay. okay. So uh, as far as food places, um, I haven't really heard too much, honestly. Um, I think guys kind of just grab like Chipotle or something on their way into the field, and you know, by the time we finish, it's so late that I don't know if there's that much open. Um, 
I've heard a lot of good stuff about some golf courses around here. Oh, beautiful golf okay. in the area. Yeah. You like to swing the sticks. I love to swing the sticks. Uh, there's some great golf courses out here. You'll enjoy Sandia for sure, and uh, all the all the city courses are amazing. I yeah. try to play two to three times a week. Yeah, I would. Uh, my my clubs are in my truck in North Carolina right now, so I'm kind of trying to figure out the logistics of hopefully getting that back over here. So as soon as I get my clubs out here, I'll be trying to play a couple times, hopefully a week. So Yeah, I mean, that's the perfect place to do it. And the ball flies out here. Yeah, <laughs> Golf ball and baseball. Uh, you, uh, you already got your golf crew here already? Uh, there's some guys that play. Yeah, I, don't, I need to – I need to – haven't gotten an official invite yet, but I think once I get my clubs here and um, all my stuff, I'll be ready to rock and roll, hopefully – get included on some of those group texts to go hit the course so except for this little bit of wind we got now you're you're in albuquerque at the perfect time in the 80s sunny all day not a cloud in the sky like it's going to be so weak golf weather for like four or five months straight yeah it's beautiful i mean the weather right now is perfect man and it's not too hot um there's enough breeze to keep it kind of cool and um I mean, apparently there's some good hiking and stuff on that mountain, so I might try and check that out as well. What's uh, what's the name of that mountain? That's the Sandias. The Sandias. It means Sandia watermelon mountain. in Spanish. Watermelon watermelon mountain. Yeah, you'll, pretty uh, much. Sundown, you'll see. I, I forget the name of the – oh, Josh Sushan's here. He's, he's a wealth of knowledge. He probably <laughs> knows. Uh, the, whatever um, rock is in those mountains, right when it hits sundown, the sun goes straight at it. They turn pink. Really? That's why they're called the Watermelon Mountains, the Sandias. That's awesome. So keep a keep an eye out, like right before sundown, okay. they, they turn pink every day. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. So I'll be itching to see that view because I'm a. I mean, being from Louisiana, I love being outdoors, and um, here's a beautiful place to, you know, wake up and get some sunshine on you and walk around, see different stuff, and I would love to go check that out. Joined on the program, brand new isotope, Ben Bramer. Uh, I mean. Got, finally got out on the field, and uh, the weather said, nah, nah, just ruined your debut. That was a bummer, absolutely. That was a bummer. I was itching to get out there, and, I mean, I'm glad I at least got one inning in, but it was definitely a tease to not be able to finish that outing. Hopefully. So this, uh, have you pitched at this elevation before? Yes, I have. So 2019, I was with the Fresno Grizzlies as part of the Masters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> So we came here. I had one outing here, um, and then I pitched at various other places in the PCL as well. So there's some familiarity with kind of how the game is, is uh, or just kind of how it plays out here. And you know, well, it's very different compared to Louisiana because you went to the one JUCO out there, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah LSUV. Yep. Yep. Spent two years there. Incredible two years. If I could redo it again, I absolutely would. And then transferred to Auburn after that. Because uh, you and your roommate both got the opportunity to go to the Nationals, right? And he came uh, one year after you, right? Yeah. That, so, yeah, Gabe Clovisis was my roommate and at Auburn. And, um, yeah, he was drafted the year after me. And we spent, shoot, parts of three years as roommates on and off with the Nats org. So that was pretty cool. In school, did you, like, study uh, journalism or theater or some kind of public speaking? Because... You have a very non-regional <laughs> dialect for somebody from Louisiana. How did you pull this off? No, I didn't study any any journalism or communications. Uh, I did have a comm class at Auburn, but it was uh, it's just kind of generic. Uh, you, 
when you get a couple oat sodas in you, does, <laughs> does the Louisiana come out? Because I know the Texas comes out in me. Like, drink three or four. I start dropping yeah, letters yeah. out my, of my, my dialect and starts coming yawling out. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think after a few adult sodas <laughs> that uh, the, the draw will come out a little bit more. And I think it honestly probably is more prevalent as I'm home or like sure. as I'm around people that kind of have that accent or whatever. But I do get that pretty frequently. Like, man, you're from Louisiana. It doesn't really sound like it. Well, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think? I'm a, I'm a Creole? I don't have like, the, from, from the. I'm a swamp Creole? They, they like, does everybody sound like? sound like Ed Ogeron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Ed Ogeron, swamp people, or uh, like Bobby Boucher. Or yeah, something. exactly. It's like, no, I didn't take a water boat to class every day. <laughs> uh, air boat, I mean. <laughs> first 2,999 Isotopes fans tonight get a Isotopes camo hat at the gate uh, because you got one on right now. Yep. It's pretty sweet. I would encourage everybody to get out here ASAP because it's a cool hat. It'll definitely, uh, it'll definitely accompany me to the deer stand at some point. <laughs> this, there's so many hunters yeah. on the Topes. We uh yeah. we had uh, Hunter Stovall on uh, Wednesday, and he's a big hunter. Oh yeah, his name's Hunter. Uh, <laughs> so. And there's some crazy hunting here in New Mexico too. Really? A lot of big elk out here. That would be an absolute dream to elk hunt out here. That'd be so cool. Yeah, well, the, I think the time for tags has passed already. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully you're still sticking around with us, and uh, we can get you some of those uh, down the, down the road. That would be freaking awesome. Where like where and and where we sit right now, where is the best hunting like what direction a lot it? of it a lot of the elk happens a lot up north but down okay. south is actually really interesting at white sands they got orcs out there and like from all the way from africa they bring them all the way here they've been here for probably 100 100 so years and like they're huge one of my buddies uh joe caught one of them and uh got him with out. his bare hands yeah with his bare hands grabbed oh my them, goodness grabbed the horns. right by the horns yeah, uh-huh <laughs> yeah and we That's got some incredible. we got some antelope out here and um there's a little bit of deer hunting and whatnot out here but elk is really the bread and butter that'd be so cool to elk hunt i was actually watching a video some tiktok video came up on my feed and they were talking about how healthy elk meat is for you oh yeah it's so, some of the best meat i've ever eaten yeah. in my entire life Honestly, you can make an elk patty, elk was it, steak. Was it Joe Rogan? Was it, was it Joe Rogan giving you diet advice? It wasn't Joe Rogan. It was this guy, um, Grork Boys Barbecue. Was it Was it the Liver King? Was the Liver King giving you health advice? I'm not taking health advice from him. Yeah, he's a, he's a fraud. Yeah, He's a liar. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. New friend of the show, Ben Bramer. Uh, excited for you to be here my man thank you i'm pumped to be here again you know i can't thank the rockies enough for the opportunity to get back into affiliated ball and especially at such a great place like this albuquerque it's cool to to be a part of a new organization be a part of a new team coming to a new clubhouse and meet a bunch of new great people in the clubhouse up here throughout the community so i'm really looking forward to it when are you on the bump next? When can the friends of the show come get get eyes on the the shiny new trophy here at Isotopes? I think I will be hot out of the bullpen tonight. Ooh, Ooh. let's go. And then if I don't pitch tonight, I think I might start on Sunday. So I, I don't know. There's There might be some stuff in in motion but as far as i'm concerned i think that's kind of the plan right now so you you built up all the way right now are you a, kind of a hybrid right now are you just yep. you ready my, to uh, ready to throw 100 yeah my last start in independent ball I threw 102 pitches so i'll be ready to rock and roll for for you know 100 pitches whenever they need me well the weather this weekend should uh, hold up for you so your chance at the mound is going to be a lot longer i hope so man because that was really a buzzkill so 
looks like we have some beautiful weather, hopefully some really good baseball ahead of us and good opportunity to go out there and eat some innings, help the team out, get some wins. Yeah, and I mean, it never rains out here, man. That's just bad timing. That's what everybody was saying. Oh. Like, man, you came in and – we have our first uh, our first rain out and rain delay doubleheader and you about the Bayou Energy over here. Yeah, <laughs> you know it. Brand new isotope Ben Bramer joins us on the program. Uh, thanks for being a new friend of the show. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate y'all having me on. It's great to be here and it's great to meet y'all and hopefully we can continue to talk more as the season goes on. Let's go. We'll get you out on the golf course too. Yeah. Yes. I'm not much of a hunter, but it sounds like you guys got a lot in the locker room, so you got that covered. Yeah, the hunting's covered, but I absolutely need to get taken out on the golf course. Hey, so if you need a chauffeur that. while you're waiting for the car, you let us know. All right. <laughs> when we get back, DeAndre Hopkins talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. The boys are live from Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. The Lab. Having a lot of fun with it here. Shout out to Ben Bramer, new Isotopes pitcher, for joining us on the program. We wouldn't be here without our friends uh, in the community, such as John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy. You know, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coal Banker Legacy studio, but it's a mobile studio today, as our other mobile studio had some tech diffs. And now we are up in Josh Sushan's booth with the best bird eye view in the whole park. This is friggin' beautiful, Jake. I love it. I'm ready to call a game. I don't know why we've been on the concourse this whole time, slumming it with the friends <laughs> of the show, when we could be up here with the one percenters, see how the one percent lives up Oh, man. Josh is like, what did we do? <laughs> he, he opened up a can of Yeah, or Josh is like, this ain't ever happening again. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just waiting for his office to be back to him. As always, you know, we play on Team I-9, I-9 Sports League Office. 280. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake with the boys. That goes down at 66 Diner. It's throwing Thursday at ABQ Axe. Don't miss the special Axes for Hope event this Sunday, noon to 6 at ABQ Axe. 50 bucks gets you an hour of throwing, gets you a drink ticket, gets you some food. Have some fun for a great cause. When we're not at ABQ Axe, we're downtown at Red Door Brewing. Come check out the Hollow Spirits, New Mexico United watch party tomorrow. I will be hosting. We're going to have a lot of fun out there the weekend. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. And, uh, Jakey boy, you just got a black shirt on today. Where's your Dukes merch? You I need know. to go to the Dukes I, team store. I still have been delaying that process, uh, mainly because I'm a busy, busy man. But uh, I do have to go and get myself a, a nice little Dukes jersey. I do have my, my one Isotopes jersey now. Naturally. Yes. So, Naturally. you know, I got to get a little bit more Albuquerque <laughs> mem- uh, memorabilia for myself. Can't forget this lovely, lovely town. Friends of the show, I tease DeAndre Hopkins talk, but scratch that for a segment because we have a special guest joining us right now. Albuquerque sports legend, the Bob Brown. What's happening, friend? Man, you guys are up in the, the penthouse suite. You didn't mention the buffet up there either, did you? <laughs> hey, we we haven't had time to have the buffet. <laughs> Shout out to uh, executive yeah, chef Jim in. Griego with the first, spread. Right? Hey, what was that, Bob? I said get the work in first before you, you hit the buffet. Oh yeah, work up a hunger. You know, I gotta exactly. I gotta earn my calories, brother. It's business mm-hmm. before pleasure. <laughs> Bob, what's going on in your world? It's been a minute since we had you on the program, and it's always an honor. 
Well, I appreciate the time. I really do. I'm live from Lincoln, Nebraska. Came out here to check out the Speedway Motors Museum of American Speed. I'm sure sports fans have heard last week, Susan Unser announcing that the uh, the Unser collection was going to be uh, moving from Albuquerque out here to Lincoln. So we came out to check out the museum here. And I got to tell you, after taking a tour of this facility, and it is massive, we're talking 240,000 square feet, three levels, all kinds of collections. It's the right move. I mean, this is an opportunity for the Unser collection, the history of, of IndyCar racing, Pikes Peak, the Unser name, for that legacy to carry on here in a big-time way. This this museum is unbelievable. It's been open since 1992, and uh, they've done uh, some add-ons now. They've added more square feet. They're going to do a new facade area for the whole front of the building to add another, I think, 20,000 square feet. So it's absolutely incredible. And then uh, the Smith family, they took us over to their uh, automobile parts and racing products manufacturing facility and their distribution facility that is like Amazon. I mean, Ooh. this thing is just unbelievable when you go in here, you see all the products that are shipped all over the country from here in Lincoln. They've got a place in West Virginia where they ship from, also out in Phoenix. So the Smith family's been here a long time. They've worked with uh, with Junior and, and Big Al and Bobby. They, they've helped engineer some of their parts for their cars, their race cars at Pikes Peak. Indy cars, sprint cars, these guys, they, they have a passion for the whole sport and the history of speed when it comes to anything racing car-wise. So uh, I think I think Susan can really look back at her decision now and know it was uh, the right decision. And they're going to have so many more eyes on with this new facility. But what, what does that mean for the Unser legacy here in Albuquerque and New Mexico? Well, it is, it is, you know, it's, it's sad for race fans in Albuquerque, but as I said last week, you can look at the bigger picture, you see a bigger platform, a bigger stage for the collection to be seen. The Unser Racing Museum every year does about, a, uh, about 20,000 plus visitors a year. Here at the Museum of American Speed in Lincoln, they do 100,000-plus visitors a year. So, you know, a lot of fans that know the answer name, maybe don't know the story, the background, Albuquerque, they're going to learn that here because they're not only going to move the collection here, but the Smith family has said, you bring the collection here, we're going to make the Unser collection the centerpiece of the museum. They're also going to expand the Pikes Peak room that they've got, and obviously that's going to include a lot of the Unsers from over the years. So... It's just, uh, I think it's a win-win really for everybody. I, I get it. There's going to be upset fans in Albuquerque, but this is a chance really for Susan. And this is something Al had talked about before he passed away, that he was looking for his legacy to be carried on, you know, at a, at a, a higher level. And this is definitely it, no doubt about it. Okay, so now what do we change the name of Unser Boulevard to? <laughs> Bob, Bob Brown is Bob Brown Parkway. Is that what we're gonna say here? Does, does the check come with that? Because if that's the case, I'm cool. I could do set up a toll road. That'll work for me. <laughs> hey, I had mentioned earlier uh, uh, to Fred that I had a special guest that I know you guys want to at least ask him a couple of questions, and that's Carson Smith, one of the brothers. His father is the one that created the speed shop, built the museum. These are the guys that are carrying on the legacy. He's the director of the uh, Speedway Motors Museum of American Speed, and I can hand the phone to him now because I know he's he's proud of what they're adding to the museum as well. well, well, well surprise yeah, guest, wow. absolutely. Let's go, Bobby. Hi, this is Carson. Hey, Carson, how's it going, my dude? 
Pretty good. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah, right back at you. Let, let's talk about this new, uh, you know, the Unsers are absolute legends here in Albuquerque and New Mexico. What What is this going to do now that you get to expand to the, the, the new facility? Well, it, for, for us, it, it like 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 Bob said, it's going to be the centerpiece of our museum. We we have we do have a lot of different collections and a lot of different stuff people that can be interested in. But the answer the answer collection is is going to be the centerpiece. And our goal is to tell the answer story for all the generations that were involved. Um, you know, all four generations. Uh, clear down through Lonnie Unser, the, the, the youngest Unser that's racing right now. Um, Al and and uh, and, and uh, uh, Johnny Unser are both back at the 500 this year uh, doing doing the, the entry, uh, the, um, the uh, pace lap with the old uh, their, their dad's old Indy cars. So that's going to oh, be exciting. Cool. Yeah, what's uh what's uh the most exciting part of the collection that you're uh, ready to have out there in uh, Nebraska? Well, the the cars the cars are spectacular. Um, the the trophies and the 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 stuff that they that the answers have have done such a good job of saving all the years are are spectacular and basically unparalleled it from anything we've ever seen. Uh, and it will, will allow us to tell the answer story about how well they did in so many different kinds of racing. Uh, that, that's our goal. We've already got, um, quite a few of Al and, and Bobby's cars here, and this will be able, this will add to what we're able to, to tell about it. It, I, I think that folks coming is, are going to be just enamored with, with how spectacular the the answers were you know al jr we don't have much of al jr stuff right now but but with the move that's going to help we're going to be able to tell his story much better too carson smith joining us on the program with bob brown um besides just absolutely crushing our economy here in albuquerque what what <laughs> what uh what other signs of New Mexico. What little pieces of Albuquerque will you see when you go to this new exhibit? Like, are you guys going to have like a Blake's Lotta Burger or like a little Sadie's Express there? Uh, how are you going to bring New Mexico to Nebraska? Oh, well, that, that, that's kind of a tough question because I'm not a New Mexico expert. So, uh, the the the. Definitely, the answer part of the of, of the New Mexico story is going to going to be told here. One of the things that you know you mentioned the the, the crushing to your economy. <laughs> we we uh, we do plan as as your t- tourism group um, gets um, opportunities put together and needs to to be able to help tell the answer story to work with your local. Um, Groups oh, on lo- on loaning vehicles and memorabilia to help tell the story. So it's not going to be uh, gone forever. You know, it, it's going to be up to the up to the the different groups to you know basically come up with a a, a plan for what they want to do and, and uh, submit a request. We've already had a su- uh, request submitted for a Pikes Peak vehicle. So uh, and we're working on 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 the paperwork on on uh figuring out what we can do to help 
uh, put a Pikes Peak vehicle in, in one of the, the uh, display areas down in Albuquerque. Love that so much. Thank you for keeping the Unser legacy alive. You know, it's a big deal to us here in Albuquerque. You got you got Bob next to you, Carson? Sure. Bob hey, we Brown really appreciate joining the time. Really the Car- Carson, listen, this guy, he's humble, but he is an uh, <laughs> engineer, designer, inventor. He's a genius when it comes to setting up race cars. The Unsers flew him in from uh, from out here back to Pikes Peak because they had a problem setting up Robbie's truck and his race car. He flew out there, spent three days working on that thing, and basically Robbie came uh, uh, just a, a second or two from setting a course record at Pikes Peak. So he's a humble guy, but he is, like I said, he's a mad genius when it comes to anything, engine, designing, you know, shocks, all of that. And he knows all of the manufacturing side because, you know, they manufacture a lot of the auto parts that they ship out of here. Bob, we're up against it. Thank you so much to you and Carson for joining us right here on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Uh, speaking of taking jobs from Albuquerque, when are you going to come out of retirement and take our jobs here at Two Men On? No, no, I feel like I did that this last week when I was, you know, spokesperson for the museum. So it was too much like work, man. So I got, I got to get back into retirement tomorrow. And then obviously a big day on Sunday with Monaco, Indy, coca-cola 600 so i'm a race fan man so i'm i'm looking forward to that on sunday but nope no coming out of retirement for me albuquerque sports legend bob brown joining us on the program thanks for being a friend thanks for being a friend of the show thanks guys keep up the good work i appreciate it cheers brother talk to you later you. all right okay. friends of the show i swear to god <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have deandre I feel like we've been talk. avoiding this hey marie i am not avoiding but you know this. how much the odds have changed in the I last want, hour I you know all of your hot takes have... when we get back <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins talk, Pinky Swear, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This report is sponsored by State. Welcome back to the program at the lab. Gates are open. Camo hats are everywhere. Seats are starting to fill up already. Hurry up and get out here. I can't see the camo hats, man. Nice. (laughs) I'm with you. I got it. I got it. You listen to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Can't wait to crack a little Teller vodka. Oh, I, so close. Oh so close, goodness, man. I'm so close. I can taste it right now. I can. T- which one are you tasting? I'm tasting the, the hibiscus lemonade. Smart. Yeah. A little grapefruit. Hybe boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not oh, no, not to rub it in in the studio over here. I, I'm very jealous you're in the press box uh, at Isotopes at the lab. Uh, TJ Trout has Beer Fridays once a month, and it's Beer Friday. So he brought me over some beer from Quarter Celtic. Oh, what a Just dude. saying. What a dude. Across the glass. Across the glass. TJ Trout, KKOB. Beer Fridays. I'm like, let's go. I'm here for it. I mean, what more do you want on a Friday? Literally that. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful weather. <laughs> Baseball, beer. Yeah. That's it. Well, personally, I'm a Teller vodka guy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we get, Some it's... kind of cocktail, whatever your poison. All right, Amory, you ready? <laughs> Finally. We got like three minutes. <laughs> Finally. Let's get down to it. Uh, we got kept getting interrupted by these no, no, super no. nice and entertaining guests. First of all. the public and entertaining the public with these hot-button topics and issues. We know this is going to go on for days, so it's okay, and you had really good guests, so it's worth it. Oh, you should just, we should just keep the shtick going. Yeah, just never Actually, talk, we never, should. Never talk about DeAndre you know, what, you know what the funniest thing is? From when, um, I, from when I got here this morning at 11 till, let's see what's about, 5.52 right now, 
The odds at the sports book of what teams here are going to has changed every hour. Well, it started off with uh, the Buffalo Bills at like. I think you're like just hoping that, right? my yeah. friends. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. What's so funny is uh, <laughs> that's what you're hoping for. That's what I love about when De- when DeAndre Hopkins, a star player, gets on the market. Every team's like, "Well, he's definitely going to my team." Well, oh, duh. I'm only saying this in confidence because. He posted his Buffalo Soldier uh, Instagram story. He has been in talks with Mr. Von Miller. And, uh, Mm. you know, he has said before, Josh Allen is one of the quarterbacks he wants to catch balls from. And he did put out his list. So he's going to be there with Stefan. I I know he put out a list, but he's going to be wanting to be a wide receiver one, and he wants to get paid. Uh, Will he be good with Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis? Yeah, sure. But are they going to pay him? Like, I, I don't know. That's the only thing steering me away from the Buffalo Bills. I like what you're saying. The social media tells all. <laughs> I mean, he, I'm looking for someone who might pay him and might we, uh, need him we could more. Restructure a deal. We could restructure deals for our guys, Jadavius White and uh, Deion Dawkins. We can make the money move around. And then we could set up a whole uh, deal exactly like OBJ's guy. We'll give him a one-year contract, 15 mil. I mean, I wouldn't say I mean, that. you sound like you just be negotiating this right now with D-Hop. I, 31 I years be. old, wide receiver one, hasn't had the best couple years, but we all we all still think he has it, don't we? Well, he, he gets that 22 milli no matter what, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. The, the, Cardinals, the Cardinals are on the hook. He probably wants so to whoever, win. Whoever signs him just has to pay the league minimum. Right now leading in the odds, I'm telling you, it was the Buffalo Bills, and now it's changed. The leader now is the Dallas Cowboys at plus 200, and then the Kansas City Chiefs Ugh. now. Uh, he's not going to be a No, I mean, CeeDee Lamb, good. yeah, Brandon Cooks with a nice addition. He's not. The Cowboys aren't winning him a ring. Kansas City Chiefs, I could see him going to. I mean, they do need a wide receiver. Yeah, they do. I mean, Kadarius like Tony, Durant but, but they going got, to the Warriors. Totally. The Chiefs only have $2 million in the cap space right now. Yeah, but he'll win the oh, Super Bowl. God. If, if D-Hop goes to Kansas City, oh, Patrick well, Mahomes will just take a direct pay cut. <laughs> he'll be like, I'll pay, I'll pay him out of my freaking pocket. I think Pat Mahomes is fine. I'll give him money. I think Pat Mahomes is fine. deodorant money. Okay, some of the other on the list that I think is intriguing that's leading in the odds is the New England Patriots. Very Bill Belichick move with a guy like D-Hop, a little troublemaker, star receiver, yeah. don't you think? You, yeah. think? you think D-Hop wants to be catching balls by uh, Mac, Mac Jones? Jones. Uh, absolutely not. And But they do need a receiver. I mean, they got Juju Smith and Devontae Parker, but no, I don't think he wants to go to New England. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are another one that's leading the race right now. They actually have cap space. They have cap space, and so do the Chicago Bears. So I think those would be two great teams. Chicago Bears have the most money to spend next to the Philadelphia Eagles, and those I just those are. All right, Amory, Marie, let's give another awful bet to the friends of the show. Yeah, let's do it. Where are you putting your money? Um, I am thinking that he's going to be going to the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll make a personal side bet with. Oh, okay. On air, are we making this personal? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna okay. Yes, I'd, uh, for a Teller vodka or like, what do you like, yes, a hibiscus? Yeah, yeah. For, for a nice okay. bottle of Teller vodka. Smart. Yeah. Friendly handshake bet. Okay, yes. you know, I okay, so so the handshake, you've heard it here on Two Men on, on the Sports Animal. I am taking Kansas City Chiefs. DeAndre Hopkins will be in the Chiefs uniform. And, and you are taking, taking the Buffalo the Bills. Bills. Yep. Van, do you want to get in on this? Um, let me think about it during the commercial break because I know he ain't going to the Packers because the Packers have never signed a free agent in the history of the friggin' okay. franchise. All right, man. Losers. Yeah. He doesn't want to go play with Jordan Love. I'm sorry.
Yeah, he wants to play with a good quarterback. Is Josh Houston coming back to his office to talk to you next segment? More DeAndre Hopkins talk with Josh Sushan when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.